0: I love like when Sharon brings to us next week compassion. Compassion is something that's going on globally that connects us to what God's doing globally. What I love about Teen Challenge is that also globally but these guys are a little bit more regionally and connecting us to what God is doing regionally. The reason why I put this verse in the front of your bulletin this morning is one of the things that I'm reading about Teen Challenge, and uh, this, you know, is something I'm sure you guys cover in your in your curriculum, is that when you give your life to Christ and the Spirit enters you, and you now have this big old bullseye on your back that says "Child of God," <laughs> troubles and trials don't go away; they actually sometimes increase, but the Lord delivers you from them all. And what's beautiful about Teen Challenge is it's this really specific time where you step away from your reality and you come into a new reality called Teen Challenge where you're introduced to the love, hope, and peace of Jesus Christ. And you understand that you can't do it on your own, that you have a Redeemer, you have a Savior, and He wants to redeem you. He's in the process of redemption. Here's the thing. We, as good old church-going Christian Americans, we are in danger... We look at these kind of programs and we accidentally create an us versus them mentality. And we say, oh, we love Teen Challenge. It's for them. Because we all admit that you need to be saved from drugs. That's an easy one to admit. We all admit that we need to be saved from the bottle. That's an easy one to admit. We all, any addiction. But one of the things that you have to understand is that nowhere in Scripture did Jesus or Paul, or any of the writers say that you're okay by living a moral American Christian life. But society says you're okay. You don't need a program. Jesus didn't come to save you from drugs. Jesus didn't come to save you from alcohol. Jesus didn't come to save you from anger. Jesus didn't come to save you from any of those things. Jesus came to save you from yourself. And every single one of us share that in common. We have self. And what's beautiful about Teen Challenge is it takes you out of your world, brings you into a program that's a a specific time period, that helps you really look in the mirror and evaluate some things by the help of Christian brothers and sisters alongside of you and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, One of the kids that lived with Heidi and I for nine months finally got to a position where we could finally say, Dude, we've been telling you Teen Challenge since the day you moved into our house. Now you're not allowed to live in our house anymore. Let's take you to Teen Challenge. And he said, No, I'm still okay. But then he went away from our house and couldn't find housing and things went worse for him. And he called me up and said, Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm like, Awesome. And it was my first experience at an actual Teen Challenge facility. And I, it, I'll never, ever, ever forget it. So we come onto campus. And I'm with this guy, and we start walking around, and everyone just comes and runs and greets us. Foom, boom, boom. And it's interesting because you can tell that these boys that are coming and these men that are coming to run and greet us, if we would have seen them on a the street a year ago, it would not have been that way. They wouldn't have made eye contact with me. right? They would have avoided me, or I would have maybe been like, I
1: don't know
0: if I really want to talk to them. I might get hurt. Um, and, but they're just seeking us out on this campus. Oh, new people, new people. There's a new guy that might come here. You know, And then what gives me goosebumps till this day, we went and we checked out the whole campus. And then everyone went to go get in the mesh hall where they go eat. We set this kid's stuff down on his bunk. They said, all right, you ready? You ready? Okay, this is where you're going to say goodbye to your pastor and to your mother. And you're going to go into the dining hall. And when he rounded a corner, we only get to see it kind of from like a doorway. But he went around a corner and 50 men, 50 men stood up. And welcomed that boy into that brotherhood. And it was powerful. So powerful that this mom's just bawling her eyes out. I'm crying. And it's like, whoa. That's family. And I'm sure that there's some real unique dynamics at these, at these facilities. But there was power, power, Holy Spirit power in that group. So this is where those guys come from. They're in a facility down near Manchester. The one that I went to is in Vermont. But they're very, very similar And uh, I'll stop talking, and we're really excited to have you guys here this morning. And who am I introducing first? Dan? This is my friend Dan, and Dan's with Teen Challenge. Just give it up for Dan and Teen Challenge. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much. It's truly a blessing and an honor to come out to the Little Mountain Ministry sharing song and testimony with God is doing in our lives. Uh, Amazing. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Teen Challenge is a 15-month, as he... I mean, this guy could actually be a spokesman for us. (laughs) You're great. Um, 15-month residential drug and alcohol treatment facility. Um, We have a 26-bed facility in Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, The goal of Teen Challenge is to provide men and women with effective Christian-based solutions so that they may become mentally sound, socially adjusted, emotionally balanced, physically and spiritually well, thus becoming productive members of society. Here at Teen Challenge, we truly believe that the healing powers of Jesus Christ can free us from our addiction. Now Teen Challenge was started over 50 years ago in Brooklyn, New York, by a small town Pennsylvania pastor named David Wilkinson, you might all know him. Through his obedience, Teen Challenge has become the largest and most successful drug and alcohol treatment facility in the world. We have nine, soon to be 11 centers here in New England. We have over 230 in the uh, United States. We have over 1,100 across the world in 80 countries. And that's only by the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Through our song and testimony, you'll see the amazing things that God's doing here at Teen Challenge. You'll, you'll see that freedom is found here, that hope lives here, and that changed lives do leave here. So without any further ado, I would like to introduce my brothers in Christ, Warriors for the King, the Men's New Hampshire Teen Challenge Choir. John. Hello folks. Again my name is Dan. Um, I'm 52 years old. My drug addiction spanned over 40 years. Um, when I was a child uh, there was a lot of frustration and pain. My father left when I was five. And from that point on, we moved around so much that I never felt loved or accepted. And I was always looking for it. At the age of 12, I stole some weed off my sister. Uh, we moved into a new town, Bristol. And I did that just to get the local kids high so I could make friends. And that's when I realized that I could use drugs to make friends. And that's when I started becoming a drug dealer. I was a drug dealer for a... 40 years. Sold drugs in high school, all the way up. Adult. And as life went on, you know, the pain got worse. So I needed to deal harder drugs. Because whatever I dealt is what I used. Finally, at the age of 39, I was a full-blown crack addict. I was doing everything and anything I could just to support that. I was so miserable that I cried out to a God I didn't even believe in. And he rescued me. Um, I was arrested, and I was put in federal prison for trafficking cocaine, I was given a seven year sentence. But the Lord touched me, and when I went to prison, I became a believer. And that's when I started to learn about Christianity. And I was pretty uh, pretty psyched to start my new life, getting out of jail, being a Christian, you know, I had hopes. The problem was, is I didn't know how to overcome my addiction. Um, it wasn't revealed to me yet, and I relapsed time and time again, each time getting harder and harder to stop, until finally I was back down on my knees praying to that same God that saved me before, please save me again, and I'm so grateful that he is so faithful. That's when my pastor told me about Teen Challenge. I walked through the door of Teen Challenge, and I know this is exactly where God's always wanted me to be. Here at Teen Challenge, God has given me a peace and joy that the world can't take away. Oh, I love the fact that my pain can be used for His purpose. That through my testimony, I can help somebody else get free from their addiction. I love doing the Lord's work, whether it's going out to various communities for drug awareness, you know, trying to spread hope, or my favorite thing is coming out and meeting more of my family. You know, singing songs with our, to our father. Uh, I'm just really grateful. My, God has brought me to a place where I got brothers who love me for who I am, not what I can sell them. Uh, I'm just so grateful for what he's done for my life that I've decided that this is my new home, Teen Challenge. This is what I'm going to say. Thank you very much.
3: direct your attention to the prayer cards we handed out at the beginning of the service. Now, church, if you don't have one of these prayer cards, please raise your hand, and one of my brothers will be glad to get one right over to you. Now, on the left side of the prayer card is a spot for you to fill out your basic information. Please fill this out so we can send you a monthly newsletter with photo and testimony of one of the students in the program. We'd also like to keep you informed on various events we put on throughout the year, such as our golf tournament or our fall banquet. Now on the right side of the prayer card is a spot for your prayers. This is by far the most important spot on the card. The power of prayer is so important. I myself am an answered prayer. Having struggled with a 14-year drug and alcohol addiction, I have been delivered by our God and I stand before you a child of God. Now, we all have something we need prayer for, a loved one, a job, finances, and we'd like to intercede on your behalf. So as we circle up in prayer during this next song, please fill the card out, raise your hand, and one of my brothers would be glad to get right over to, to pick it up. Thank you, and God bless.
1: able to speak at all, I can only imagine, I can only imagine, I can only imagine. Yes, forever,
3: forever Forever worship
1: you.
4: My name is Nick, I'm 26 years old from Hopakong, New Jersey. I've been a burner my real dad since I was five years old. He was uh, an abusive, alcoholic, drug addict. My stepdad Anthony stepped up and adopted me, and him and my mother raised me. Started experiencing with drugs when I was 15 years old. Uh, started with ecstasy and smoking marijuana every single day. By 18, I was addicted to oxycontin, smoking crack, and by 21, I was a full blown heroin addict. Um, My best friend, Drew, was my running partner, started with Percocet together, until one day he couldn't get Percocet, and I introduced him to heroin. A year later from that, he was dead from a heroin overdose, and his mom was on the phone blaming me for his death. Uh, You know, I was so ashamed I didn't even go to my best friend's funeral, and still to this day, I truly feel like his death was my fault. I went to six secular rehabs, relapsing the day I got out every single time went to Florida, South Carolina, all around, just trying to get better. I got got arrested for possession of heroin, and four days later after that, possession of marijuana, and I was truly at my breaking point. I I literally wanted to die. I threatened suicide over social media, and somebody called the cops on me, and uh, the police showed up at my house, put me in the back of a police car, and brought me to the hospital where I was placed in a psych unit, stripped, stripped of all my clothes, Shackled to a bed on a 72-hour hold. Something came over me. I knew I needed something different this time, not just a 30, 60, or 90-day program or something long-term. My mom walked into the room crying and was just begging me to go to King Challenge, so I said, yeah, I needed to detox first. I had everything set up, and instead of detoxing, I went on another two-week run but then I finally, the, you know, drove seven hours and walked into the door of the Team Challenge. When I got there, I was very anxious, withdrawing from heroin, telling everybody around me, listen, I'm going home, this isn't for me, for about two weeks. But one night, I was laying in my bed and I couldn't sleep, so I was going to the shower and two staff members prayed. They asked me if they could pray for me. I said, yeah, so they prayed for me. And, you know, I felt comforted for the first time in my life. Yeah. Since arriving at Teen Challenge, I accepted Jesus Christ into my heart. A peace that surpasses all understanding definitely takes a hold of me now. My faith wavers at times, but my Bible and worship bring me back to him. You know, I stand up here no longer suicidal. I have hope of a positive future. And um, the verse I stand on is First Peter 5.10, the God of all grace who calls you to his eternal glory after you have suffered for a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. Thank you, God bless. Thank
2: you. So this is a part of the presentation where I tell you why we come out as a mission to various churches every week and why we're here today. Now, the first reason is to spread the gospel. We all know that the gospel needs good news. But if you look in the newspapers and social media, there's not much of it out there. People say that our God isn't the God of miracles anymore. That he doesn't rain down fire from heaven or part the Red Sea. But we're here to show you in a very tangible way that our God is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. That he's taken the lowest of the low, the worst of sinners. And he's making new creation. He's changing the hearts second reason we come out is to bring hope. You know, unfortunately, we all know somebody's struggling with addiction. <laughs> and sometimes it seems hopeless. We were hopeless. I was hopeless. I was for 40 years addiction. I never thought I'd ever see a day without it. I thought I'd die And Adam. But I came to the challenge and not only do I have hope to never use again, but I know I have and spend the rest of my days with God, knowing his love is beautiful. So if Teen Challenge can bring us hope, it can bring you hope, you and your loved ones. Well, there is hope out there. That's the one thing we have to hold on to. Third reason we come out, this is for finances. So Teen Challenge is a 501c3 nonprofit. Um, and because we're faith-based, we don't get any government funding. Now, if we want government funding, we have to take Jesus out of it. This is the foundation of our program. It's the only reason why it works so well. Our communities are suffering. Here in New Hampshire last year, we saw 487 deaths drug-related. 70% of those coming from fentanyl opiates. We are one of the top three states for opioid addiction. And we are last in recovery programs. Um, a study was done by the University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. And they studied 5,000 graduates and found out that 67% of them were still in the clean so over five years after graduation. Now you compare that to secular programs, I have a 4 to 6% farm center down, down there, has a 2%. I mean, what a difference. Those same secular programs take six weeks to six months to get into it. Teen Challenge is less than a week. I got in in three days. I called on Sunday, I was in on Wednesday. That's the difference between life and death. (sighs) Teen Challenge prides itself on not turning anybody away for lack of money. Um, So we've come up a way where you can help us out. It's called student sponsorship. Now it's a dollar a day, $30 a month. Now it doesn't cover the whole cost. But I'll tell you what, it's the reason why guys like Joe and Ron, have recovery today. Because right? not everybody can pay, but everybody can get recovery. So, to put it in perspective, um, hopefully, like us, you guys drink coffee every day. We came in, the coffee pot was going. Um, now, if you buy your coffee at Cumberland Farms or at McDonald's, you're going to spend a dollar a day. And for that, you can support one student. Now if you like the rest of New England and run on Dunkin's, you could support, you know, for two dollars and fifty cents, you could support two and a half students.
1: Like, like,
2: <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I don't even know. Can you find a, a Starbucks around here? I'm telling you, if you can, and I can spell your name right, you can support a whole choir. <laughs> 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 but seriously, folks, I think about changing the podcast in your, car, in your cup holder in your car, you know, in the top drawer, you know, and stuff that's around you don't really spend. You know, that could help save a life. Give somebody the same opportunity I had you know, to have an encounter with the, the living God. You know, to become a father, a son, a brother, a productive member of society, and a positive impact on the kingdom of God. So we want to encourage you to sponsor a student today. And if you already sponsor a student today, you know, and if you can afford it, sponsor a second student. Because Teen Challenge is growing. We're looking to go to an 80-bed house in, in the city of New Hampshire because it needs be. um, With your sponsorship today, you're going to receive a gift. But I'm going to tell you right now, it doesn't even compare to the gift that God's going to give you for showing your heart to it. So we're going to sing one more song. And we'd like you to Earnestly pray about it. And if it's on your heart to help us, help us out, smart us just come see us at the table. We'll sign you right up. Thank you, God
1: bless you. You might be doing this
0: Nails getting done. I look like a fool, but you think I care? Why don't I care? Because I love that girl. These guys, I know it, they feel like fools up here. If I asked any one of them, if I ask any one of you a couple years ago, hey, would you like to wear a tie, a long sleeve shirt, match a bunch of other guys, and sing in front of a church a bunch of God songs? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs>
0: Would friends of yours Make fun of you right now oh, yeah, Big time yeah. right yeah. <laughs>
1: Actually, I, I, But here's the,
0: here's the thing Here's the thing It feels good Being a fool For someone you love you. And I tell you what You are missing out If you aren't feeling like a fool For Jesus You're missing out on something beautiful because these guys are up here because of someone that's changed their lives. Someone that they love. As Jesus. And they don't care. They'll continue going looking like fools. Because Jesus loves them and they love Jesus. And I tell you what, we're the ones missing out if we don't because we do sometimes, don't we? We try to orchestrate our lives so we don't look foolish. We try to wear the right clothes, we try to say the right things, we try to do the right things so we don't look foolish. Man, when you look with for Jesus, there ain't no better feeling. No better feeling. Thank you guys very, very much for coming and sharing with us. Hey, listen, uh, afterwards when these guys get done singing the next song, we're going to gather around out back to eat. I hope you guys spread out. Don't sit just by yourself. Don't force yourself and sit with some of these people <laughs> and talk to them. And get to know these guys, get to know their story. Up here sometimes, you know, their story, they share it, you know, week in, week out. It's not easy up here, and so sometimes their story can get a little rope because it's not easy sharing in front of a group. But I bet you you share over a, a, a plate of food, it's gonna get more real, more personal. So get to know their names. This is my brother Ron. This is Dan. This is Joe. This is Jacob, this is Jason, this is Nick. Where did the
1: other Joe go? Hey! Hey. 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 This
0: is Joe. And these guys are all loved by Jesus. They all have amazing stories. And they want to hear your story because you have a good story too. So thank you guys for being here. And being cool as part of us.